Hi, folks. This is Dr. Andy, and you're now listening to the third version of our sleep tape with the amazing sleep tape system. So far, you've learned many concepts that you can use to make a difference in your life, and I hope you're using them. And I'd like to start this evening's talk with that word I just mentioned, hope. In order for you to fall asleep and get good sleep and change your life, you have to have hope. You have to have belief. You have to feel that this is something that you can do. You might say, well, I've had sleep problems my whole life, and when you give yourself that message, you're telling yourself, well, I've had sleep problems my whole life, and therefore I'm going to continue to, to do so. No longer the case. We're going to change your mental set with your permission. So now, if you choose, not that I choose, but you choose, if you choose, you can begin the process of telling yourself, I sleep well at night. I look forward to going to sleep at night. I look forward to preparing by doing those things that we've talked about already, like making certain that the room is very dark, making certain that you don't watch the news after dinner time. Personally, but I don't ask you to do this. I think the the less uh, news we listen to, usually the better off we are. You say, well, how can that be? Well, it can be because most news is not good news. And why allow that into your mind? But again, that's that's up to you. So as you prepare yourself through what I had just mentioned, make sure you're not too hungry. Because if you're too hungry, it just doesn't work. Your stomach is calling out and and uh, makes it makes it difficult for you to sleep. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about dreams because as you progress with the amazing sleep system, you're going to be dreaming, and as you have always been. But don't be surprised now because with this new knowledge, your dreams may be a little different than they have been. Dreams, as we know, fulfill two functions. One is to fulfill unfulfilled wishes, and the second one is to uh, work out conflicts, resolve conflicts. And so, with your new knowledge, you're going to be dreaming in a different way. You're going to be dreaming based on this new information, this new knowledge that you have. is going to become part of you. And as you see yourself changing every day and see yourself getting control, quote, control of your emotions, control of your feelings, control of your life, you're going to do so by taking responsibility. 
Now, people say, well, what do you mean take responsibility? Well, a lot of the things that cause our mind to worry, as mentioned before, is we seek control. And as talked about, we have very little control. And when we realize that we have very little control and begin the process of surrendering, what we can begin to do is gain control through surrender. So what does that mean? It means that, as mentioned before, responsibility, taking responsibility for our actions, can mean to, at the same time, surrender to the fact that sometimes we're wrong. Surrender to the fact that there are people in our lives that we may not have confronted as we should or need to. And with this responsibility and this surrender comes the awareness that for those people who have caused difficulty in your life, they've done so because you've allowed them to. You say, well, what, what do you mean allowed them to? Well, whatever happens to us is only the result of our attitude toward it, whatever happens. If we have someone difficult at work and we let them get to us, then uh, we haven't confronted them. Uh, if we have a spouse that we're having difficulty with for one reason or another, maybe we can surrender to whatever is going on and and confront them and talk about it and be honest. Now, does this always work? Does this always end up in a wonderful situation that has worked out well? No. But the situation you're in where these people are controlling you, that's obviously not working. So sometimes in order for things to change, we have to talk to people we have to confront people and do so in a calm and purposeful manner. When we confront someone, if we do it in a loud voice or a yelling manner or a blaming manner, manner, it doesn't work because when we start to yell, people yell back. So for those folks in your life that have presented a challenge, could be a child, could be a spouse, could be a friend, co-worker, boss. Think about what's going on. And sometimes uh, we just have to mention to that person what your feelings are. And I'd like to give you an example. Personally, I had a situation that was I found very upsetting where I had a person uh, at work who I had difficulty with and it was bothering me and I said to her I would like to talk with you about some work related issues and also some personal issues between us and I could feel the tension as I said it and as we got into it I said and I, I started by saying I'm hoping that by doing this, when I leave the room, our relationship will be better. That's the reason I'm here. 
and want to improve our relationship at work, and even as a friend, I want to improve it. That starts the process. So what you're saying is I'm not here to hurt you, to debauch you, to do anything, but rather I'm here to improve our relationship. And as it came down uh, to the nitty-gritty of it, I said that I feel you treated me disrespectfully. And it was interesting. When I saw the look on her face, she didn't know what I meant. And then I explained what it was. So sometimes just the fact that you can say to someone who doesn't treat you properly that uh, I feel you treated me disrespectfully and I try never to treat you that way. And you can also say, now, if I have done that, please tell me how and I'll change it. So a lot of our dealings with folks, could be at work, home, friends, so forth, a lot of our dealings with folks depends on our ability to listen, to address matters in a responsible and calm manner, and also to be willing to listen and surrender, because sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes we see, we see things that uh, we're angry about, and it's very different than how the other person sees things. So in order to sleep at night, it's required that for those people in your life that you have to address, that you have to confront, you have to do so. And is it easy? Generally not. And if it's not easy, that's a good sign because it means great great things can come from it. How many times in your life have you had an argument with someone and then after the argument you become friends? You clear the air. You understand each other better. So life is kind of like about aggression and submission. Sometimes we have to be aggressive in terms of asking for the meeting. And sometimes we have to be submissive in terms of being willing to take whatever's coming our way and listen to it, especially if we don't like it. This is a little different, though, than negative people in your life. People who are always negative and never finding the positive, they drain us. I call them vampire people. And if we allow them to, they can also upset us to the point where we can't sleep. And uh, and how do we deal with that then? Well, uh, I have a friend who I am very fond of. And because of the way he grew up, uh, he was basically taught to be negative, taught to worry, taught to think that nothing will ever work out. That's the way he looks at life. So every time he says something, like we're, if we're driving in a car, and he says, oh, we're going through Philadelphia at night. That's going to be a mess. And I'll say, no, it's not. It's going to be great. I refuse to accept that it's going to be a mess. It's going to work out. It'll all work out. And, and you know, he, uh, I'm saying, he, uh, he doesn't accept it. But as time goes on, and in this case, 
we had driven for a couple of hours where my friend said one negative thing after the other, and I kept saying, no, it's going to work out, it's going to be okay. What amazes me is how much of it did work out. And so accepting negativity brings us down. When we accept accept negativity, it's as if someone is putting a pin in the balloon of our hope and deflating us, and I just don't accept it. And in fact, you can say that to the person who's negative in your life. You can just say, well, you feel that way, but I don't. I will not accept that. And I don't believe that that bad thing is going to happen. Which leads me to, a lot of people worry because they say, well, if I don't worry, something bad will happen. Well, here's the news flash. Whether we worry or don't worry, bad things will happen. It's part of life. The Buddhists talk about suffering as to live is to suffer. And I believe that's true in part. But at the same time, to live is to enjoy, to be happy, to live. Oscar Wilde had said that the rarest thing in the world is for someone to live. Most people just just exist. So to live is to say yes. We have difficulty, we have suffering, we have we have sad things happen. But let's focus our time on the good stuff. If you can see, if you can hear, touch, taste, smell, we're ahead of the game. If you can walk, what a wonderful thing that is. People who can't would give anything to be able to walk, see, hear, etc. So gratitude also plays a very big part in her being able to sleep at night because there is a tendency to not see the 95% of the glass that's full but rather focus on the 5% that's not. I want you also, with your permission, to begin to look at failure in a new way. Most people who succeed have failed many, many times. And so I want you to see whatever failures in your life that have that bother you, mistakes that you have made that bother you, things that you've done that bother you. Think of yourself being able to let them go. As if you could put them on an iceberg, those feelings of loss or frustration or anger just watch it float away you don't need it it doesn't serve a purpose and so see failure in a new way see it as the first step towards success anyone who succeeds has failed many many times as uh, Sylvester Stallone says in one of his Rocky movies it's not how many times you get knocked down It's how many times you get up. And so in order to be a great success, one of the requirements is failure. So if you have failed, that means you're on your way to success. But it's up to you. You're on your way to success if you're willing to learn from the failure and not do whatever parts of that cause the difficulty. 
learn, move on, and keep going. Now, many people will, as you're listening to the sound of my voice and listening to these stories, most people will make excuses. And they will tell, I can't do this for this reason, or I can't do that for that reason. There's a wonderful poem called Excuses by a gentleman I met many years ago. And in it, he tells a story of a man who goes to the village wise man and says, it's my wife, it's my job, it's my kids, everything is wrong, and uh, please help me. And the wise man takes down a sword from the wall and says, just touch yourself on your arm with the sword whenever you're having problems with your wife or the job or your children or whatever. Take it home and just touch your arm when you're having these difficulties. Well, he came back a week later and he gave the sword back. And the wise man said, well, how'd you make out? And he said, well, I didn't use it. And the wise man said, because you need your excuses. And how many of us make excuses why we can't do this or that? But really, what it is is just that. It's an excuse which is usually based on the fear of doing something, making something happen, the fear of failure. And once we're willing to get rid of the fear of failure and see ourselves succeeding, then it happens. And we have to ask for success. In the Bible it says that, Knock and the door will be answered. Ask and you shall receive. But if you don't ask, you won't receive. And so think also, as you're listening to the sound of my voice, about how you want to change your life. See yourself smiling right now on your way to a wonderful, peaceful sleep, if you're not sleeping already. And see yourself giving yourself permission for success. See it happening. See the su success you've always wanted, whether it's on the job, in relationships with your children, whatever it is that you want. See success. And realize that success also will carry with it some anxiety. Things will happen that will make us nervous. But that's part of the living process. When we're no longer anxious about anything, or no longer get nervous, we're dead. And you're very much alive. So think about success. Think about how much fun you're going to have as you achieve those successes that you want. See yourself being happy every day, even when the bad stuff happens, which it will. You no longer have a need to worry about the bad stuff happening because whether you worry or not, it will. And so instead, see your, be, yourself being able to accept, to deal with, and to benefit from whatever stresses and difficulties we have. The more you think this way, the more you begin to internalize the words I'm saying. Nobody changes overnight. 
Nobody becomes the person they wanted to be in a day or a week or a month. But as you practice, and I promise you this, by the end of this course, you'll be a different person, but in a good way. You will move toward becoming the person you've always wanted to be, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially. See it happening. Be grateful for it happening right now, even though it's it has not fully matured to where you want it to be. When you give gratitude now, right now, even though you're in, in the process of realizing your goals, it helps to make them happen. It's like the seed that's given the water, sunshine, good soil it needs, it begins to grow. And one day, you have the benefit of that tree, plant, flower that started as a seed. And all these things you're learning are seeds. And so, as we finish now with our tape three of the amazing sleep tape system, if you've fallen asleep, you'll sleep healthfully and peacefully until morning. You'll remember everything I talked about without trying. And you'll wake refreshed, relaxed, peaceful, and calm, ready to approach your day and realize the successes you deserve. I'd also like to talk to you about some things you can do during the day that will help you to prepare for sleep in addition to what I've already said. Spend some time in nature. If you can use a lunchtime to walk in the park, if you can lose, use your lunchtime to walk, walk around the block. Any place you can find nature, the beach, the forest, any place you can get that sun on your on your body, anytime you can smell the woods, the grass, the ocean, feel the sand if you're at the beach. Being in nature restores us. We're not meant to be surrounded by concrete and and roadways and buildings and we're meant to spend time in nature. And when you're in that nature experience, take the time to listen to what's going on. Listen to the wind in the trees. Smell the grass underfoot or the, feel the sand underfoot. Listen to the birds. Hear the sounds of the ocean if you're there or the sounds of the forest. And as you spend your time in nature, realize that the earth is billions of years old, that we're here for a very short time. If we're very old and live to be 100, that's a very short time compared to the billions of the years, billions of years that the earth is around. So you can also begin to see your life, this life that we have for 20, 50, 100, whatever years we have, 
see it as a gift. And see it as a gift where you can make a contribution to others. My personal feeling is that it's very difficult to be happy if we don't serve others. So see yourself making a difference in the lives of others. See yourself in whatever you do, whatever occupation you have. See yourself helping others. And see yourself not being self-consumed. Many times folks who have difficulty sleeping only think about themselves. No, that's not always the case. But a lot of times it is. And as we begin to think about helping others, to serve others, to to be a positive force in the lives of others, we stop thinking about ourselves, and we stop the process of worry, which then stops the process of sending upsetting thoughts to our adrenals, and that's what keeps us up at night. So the more we can focus on others and help them, and certainly making time for ourselves, not that we should be totally devoted to others. We have to have a healthy balance in all things. So see yourself helping others, and also see yourself doing nice things for you. Do you spend some time exercising or walking? Are you careful about what you eat and try to have good balance so that you eat healthy foods? Do you try to minimize your stress wherever possible? Because you know stress over and over is one of the worst things to age our bodies and also to decrease our immune system and allow diseases and conditions to arise that would not if we had a strong immune system. See yourself doing nice things for yourself. So yes, we need to help others to be happy, but we also need to do nice things for ourselves. We need to be kind to ourselves, and as mentioned before, and I'll mention it again because so many of us have difficulty with this. We have difficulty not just forgiving others, but forgiving ourselves. And without forgiving ourselves, we can never be happy. So if you've made mistakes, welcome to the club. It's a big club because we all belong to it. And there's no need to any further condemn yourself or chastise yourself. Make a mental agreement with yourself that whatever things you did in the past, you're not going to do again. Wherever possible, you you make reparation or apology. And you become the person that you've always wanted to be because those parts of your past that you are not happy with, you let go of. Just like I mentioned earlier in the tape, put them on an iceberg and let them float away. And so as you see yourself succeeding because you're giving yourself the tools that you need for success, confrontation, taking responsibility, when necessary, being aggressive, 
when necessary, being submissive. See yourself having all these tools and using them because you've internalized them, which means it's become part of you without thinking. Just as someone who's a great great at sports or dancing, they don't have to think about what they're doing once they've practiced over and over. They just do it. It comes naturally. Well, the same thing will be happening with you as you continue to listen to these tapes. You'll just do it because it's part of you. And you realize that sometimes we have to be aggressive, sometimes we have to be submissive, and sometimes we have to let go, and sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to be happy. And as you focus on these concepts and continue to develop your ability to use them, you'll find that you will be moving toward becoming the person you've always wanted to be. You'll be moving toward making the changes that you've always wanted, changes that have always eluded you. And again, always see yourself grateful. Your gratitude is the beginning of your success.